This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... Nobody's going to want to listen to this show, man. Are you serious? Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Alright everybody, welcome back. You know, I just gotta say, I've been very lucky to ask be asked back to Gotham Comedy Club again this past week on Tuesday night, was Tuesday it? Tuesday night it was, yes. Yes, it was. And, uh... Man, I know. I am, like, super, super lucky. It was a last-minute show, so for those of you who made it out, thank you very much for coming. It was good to see some new faces who haven't really seen the show at all, and even if you had seen the show, it was completely new. And it's always new. Tom keeps us on our toes. That's what he does. Keep myself on my toes at this point (laughs) in time. Like, I am seriously... I don't know how I am retaining so much information. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting because you really do have a memory for shit. So I really, (laughs) especially the short term memory stuff like that. I can't remember anything short term, but somehow with this stuff, I feel like it took me, you know, a full six weeks to remember one five minute act. (laughs) And now I'm writing stuff in 24 hours and performing it like after rehearsing it three times and like. A full set and not having any situation. I think it's it. just that you love the feel of the lights on you, Tom. Maybe so. Maybe so. You're it's, a ham. It's simulated sunlight. It's about as close <laughs> as I'm going to get to going outside. <laughs> Unless they find a way to put rollers on our couch and like just fit it out the door with me on it. There's not going to be much of me outside. It's not going to happen. So maybe that's what it is. Perhaps. But again... You know, I really, really appreciate everybody coming out to the shows. Like, I know it's a lot, especially to see somebody that's new in comedy because, you know, everybody wants to see somebody that's already established. Who wants to see, like, go to a show in the middle of a weeknight to see, like, some new guy. So I very, very much appreciate people coming to the shows. And I very, very much appreciate the club's taking a chance and allowing me to get up there and do something and allowing you to tag along with to see, like, you know what has become the audiences of American comedy, which is not always <laughs> like, not always in the mood for comedy. Yes, which you'll find out later this week. <laughs> Nikki wrote such an awesome story about like the stuff we've been going through and things she's been observing like from the shows and stuff like that. And um it's such a different perspective than everything's like just, you know, people just having a good time. Because they're really not, right? Don't give too much away. Don't give too much away. I don't want to give too much away. (laughs) But future shows, hopefully we'll get some more notice. And if that's the case, then, you know, we will put it in the show description here for this podcast. And we'll also throw it up on our website, right? Absolutely. All right. So now why don't we get into the real meat of things? Let's all take a deep breath. Relax. And let Nikki take over with a little segment we like to call You Heard. You Heard? This week's segment comes right to us from home, right Mm. from our very own non-backyard that we have, our back alleyway, if you will. (laughs) And it kind of... You will. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just sitting here one day, 
on our couch, on the infamous couch, which I think like we should really put up on social media just to be like to introduce it to our fans. Just take pictures <laughs> of the couch and they'll be like, that's the couch? Like, <laughs> dude, it's just a couch. Like, get off it. It's not yeah, it's more staying in than it is going out. Right, so. right. Well, all we right. know. All right, all right. But anyway, but this week's You Heard comes from here and we're just sitting there one night and we're just kind of like getting ready for bed. And all of a sudden we have, you know, we have the windows open and it's really nice out and it's quiet and we're like, yeah. And this, we hear this woman from like wherever across the way, and she goes, "Shut up, you nasty ass cat!" <laughs> because we have like what we like to call a feral cat situation, and every night it sounds like either a baby's getting raped or there's just cats fighting, and it's very loud and weird. On those few occasions where the cat sounds are not being drowned out by the Spanish music. Yes. I mean, I will definitely take the fighting cats, hours and hours and hours of the fighting cats over hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of loud Spanish music that, like, makes our walls vibrate. (laughs) But isn't it weird how that woman, who I think I know that bitch, (laughs) that woman yells out at the cats who understand nothing that's coming out of her mouth. <laughs> but people will be playing music all night long and not a peep out of her. Maybe she is and we just don't hear it. I don't think so. Because I don't think nasty-ass cats have the decibel level of, like, a DJ track. Uh, it depends on where the speaker's pointed. Well, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a level of equipment knowledge I hope I never have to reach. <laughs> Let's all hope that's the case. <laughs> And that was this week's You Heard, You Nasty Ass Cats. So, we're done with You Heard, so is that the show? We didn't, we've been here for like an hour now, right? No, sir, we've been here for five minutes and 57 seconds. You've got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> man, what's the matter, you tired? <laughs> I am goddamn <laughs> exhausted. Tell us why, Tom. <sighs> well, I haven't seen you in like a week. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's been a very busy, crazy week. <laughs> it really has been absolutely insane. Like... A lot, a lot of the late nights. Mm-hmm. I mean, you work nights, so... As, and he's working the comedy circuit. Which really, really is not an easy gig if you've got to wake up to go to work the next morning. <laughs> but, in all honesty, I really don't get that much sleep anyway. Because I've always, always in my whole life had a hard time sleeping. So, like, staying up late isn't really that big of a deal for me. Like, I usually can run on, like, I generally run on, like, four hours if I'm lucky. Like, that's, like, my, that's, like, my normal. You know what I mean? You're going to love this week's Did You Know. (laughs) This week's Did You Know, like, it's going to talk about your four hours. A little bit of foreshadowing there. But this week's show intro is, um, since I get a little bit of sleep each night, like you do, Mm I've always wanted to go into a sleep study, Mm -hmm. but never, ever can get into one. Because in most cases, you need to be qualified by the study itself or have your insurance company pay for it. Sure. It's not like you can just walk in and say, you know. Study me. I'm here. Here's my (laughs) 20 bucks. Allow me to spend the night in your fabulous facility. (laughs) I actually had a friend that did it, and she loved it. She did not take it in New York City, apparently, (laughs) (laughs) because last night I had the opportunity to finally take one of these sleep study things. Dreams do come true. Mm, There were no dreams involved. There was no (laughs) sleep involved. There wasn't really much of anything positive involved. So um, I think, you know... This week's show, and I'm saying I think because I don't know what the hell is going on at this point anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. I really don't know anything. Um, is going to be about sleep. That's bees. That's I know, not and, sleep. But it's like I was doing like the Z, 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 Z noise. <laughs> Do the Z's. Just say Z. <laughs> don't say Z, Z, Z. I know. But then I like I was already committed to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it was it was weird because, like I said, I I came, I got home from the sleep study. I think I was here at like 
6.30 in the morning I got back. You passed out completely. You weren't even awake. No, you know. You were getting awake. I stayed on the I, I on wasn't the awake. All right. All or, right. I mean, I was awake. I was awake is what I mean. I was going to say, I didn't think you were awake. And you agreed to it and then you recanted. I know, because I wasn't listening. Because I'm tired too. Plead the fifth. I'm not pleading the fifth. I know I wasn't sleeping. Indicted. All right. <laughs> Sustained. Bird law. All right. So, basically, because of that, and then you had work, we didn't even really get to discuss the show or to study or anything else for that matter. Right, yeah. Like, at all. So, because you weren't allowed to even communicate with me, so. Yeah, they they basically, they had lockdown. Like, no joke. There was, like, real live lockdown. You were imprisoned in a sleep study. Yep. I would say I was in a New York City prison for the night last night. Well, let's get to how you got to that point, Tom. Oh, man. All right. So, we kind of touched base on it, I think, over a couple of shows now, where we just briefly just touch on little things, and we're like, you know, this is what's happening. And it all started back in... December. Christmas Day, actually. Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We ordered, um, what was it, catering from Carmine's yes. for the family because, you know, we yeah, wanted we, we it to taste We hosted our awesome. very first Christmas, yes. <laughs> we wanted it to taste good. <laughs> and our Nikki's not a very good cook. <laughs> I did not say that. But we ordered Carmine's. <laughs> <laughs> we had it delivered. <clears throat> and that night I was like, man, I think I got food poisoning. And before anybody freaks out, I did not have food poisoning from Carmine's, even though that was the first thing I thought. Sure, that's because what I ate. why wouldn't? Yeah, like why wouldn't we think that? So, as days went on and I was on vacation, the pain kept worsening and getting worse and worse and worse. And finally, it got to the point where I was like, "I'm gonna have to go to a doctor." And I usually don't go to. I don't have like a normal like doctor like adults have. <laughs> I live in New York. There's a walk-in clinic. That's my doctor. Yeah, I'll go to the it's so clinic. hard to find a doctor here. Well, I've tried in the past, and every time I tried to get a doctor in this area, it was always a matter of we're not taking new patients. Mm -hmm. So there was no choice. So I have to be super, super sick, or something has to be really, really wrong with me in order to go to a doctor. So I go to the doctor, and I tell him about, I'm like, man, I feel like I'm being slashed from the inside out. I don't understand. And they were like, all right, now, like, let's start running all these tests. So they run a normal test. And they're like, you have a bleeding ulcer. There's a parasite. You <laughs> Aren't have, you glad you're listening, yeah, gang? <laughs> you have, like, acid reflux. Yeah, like, it just, the list just kept growing. And I was like, Jesus, man, like, what is with all of these things? Like, they just kept, every time I'd go, they'd find something new. But none of it would be what was causing the pain. You were the gift that keeps on giving to doctors, Tom. Oh, yeah. And insurance I could, companies. I could tell because of all the bills that are piled up <laughs> now because of it. So, what was strange was, every time I'd go back, they would be like, we found something new, but it's not something that would cause the pain. Mm -hmm. And this is what happens when you get older and you don't go to the doctor or have a real doctor, and then they find that everything just collapses. So, over the last couple of weeks, I would say probably the last four weeks or so, I started getting, like, crazy, like, fluctuations in weight. Mm -hmm. Like, insane. So, I'd go to the doctor, they'd weigh me, and then four days later, I'd go back, and they'd be like, you gained, you know, 16 pounds. And then, like, a week would go by, I'd go back, they're like, you gained another four pounds. And it's like... 20 pounds in like less than two yeah, weeks and you're like, eating and it's not like you're eating like ridiculous or anything like that so it, it's just it's crazy actually better than ever because there's really not much i can eat yeah. for you know so so then they were like okay we need to send you to a heart doctor so i was like oh man here we go because this is going to be the one that runs in the family that's going to just completely screw everything up so i go to the heart doctor and when i get there the heart doctor looks at me and says Two things. One, your weight is just off the charts. And I say, well, I'm very, very concerned about the right. weight because I gained so much. But I'm really more concerned about the pain than I am about the weight. Because I can't sleep. I can't eat. I can't do anything because of the pain. The right. pain is killing <clears throat> me. So he's like, all right. He goes and says, well, he goes, I want you to lose 130 pounds in the next I think, what was... Uh, Ten I, minutes. 
No, I think it was I think it was eighteen <laughs> months he wanted me to lose one hundred and thirty pounds. So we started talking about lap bend and gastro bypass surgery, and finally he was like, "There's a doctor I want you to meet who does just balloon surgery, or oh, not balloon surgery. It's just a balloon insertion. Ugh. So they just gross give you like an upper endoscopy where they put a scope down your throat, but they put it down to your stomach. They put a little balloon in, they blow it up, and that's it. <laughs> so he goes, "I'm going to send you to that guy." And I'm going to also send you for a sleep study. And if they accept you for the sleep study, they're going to keep you overnight and you can find out why you're not sleeping. And you were so excited about it. You were so, you were like, yeah, I'm getting, I'm going to go on an overnight. <laughs> I get to bring my own snacks. And like, you were just like so excited. I was very, very excited for the snacks because <laughs> I was like, I'll be right by the hospital. So if I have something and my stomach really hurts, they'll be like, this guy's really in pain. Yeah. I could maybe get some Reese's Pieces in and some morphine. Holy crap, that's a Friday night. It's a, yeah, that's one hell of a Friday night. <laughs> I mean, that is way better than what I can do on my own. <laughs> so the first thing they do is a sleep study. And I go down to get it done. And the insurance company, of course, denies it. So they're like, you have to do a take-home sleep study, which I do. Take-home sleep study comes back awful, 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 awful. And they were like, you have sleep apnea, you have insomnia. They're like, we're going to fight for you to come back and spend the night so we can actually monitor you throughout the entire night. And figure night. out what the hell is wrong. Which they did, which was last night. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, before that, I went to this balloon doctor guy who was like, we can put this balloon in, there's no surgery. And I was like, great, am I going to lose 130 pounds in the next 18 months? He was like, you might lose 40 in the next six. <laughs> and I was like, that is not the goal we're going for. <laughs> so already I'm like, this guy's trying to sell me on something. Then we come to find out that insurance doesn't cover any of it. Any of it. So like, if you get the balloon put in, you're looking at $10,000 here in New York. That's ridiculous. And unlike the other surgeries that you would get, like lap band or gastro, there's no prep or anything like that. The guy was like, if you give me a check for $7,500 today, I will book you for next Tuesday. You'll be in. We'll just do it. You'll be done. See you next Tuesday. Is that not insane? Like, it's amazing to me that this back galley doctor is willing to just go and do this. You know, like, are there people that fall for it that are like, oh, yeah, here's a check for $10,000. Like, who all has that? All the time. All the time. I don't get it. Well, the problem is, is that we are middle class. So middle class people don't are get. Are we middle class? Well, kind of, sort of. Middle class is the new poor. Poor is the new middle class. If that makes any sense whatsoever. I got it. Yeah. Because if you're poor, you get to have at least, you know, you get breaks on, like, apartments and you get sure. breaks on insurance. Yeah. If you're middle class, you don't get breaks on everything and all your money just gets taken away from you. And now you're really, really oh, okay. Broke. All right. I see so. where it is. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, last night is the test. And I'm pissed about this whole balloon thing. Because the doctor just kept telling me. And even... Yeah, he was like a snake oil salesman. And he kept having a secretary call and saying, cut me a check, and then I'll, I'll do it. Like, where's the interest? Where is it at? Are we going to be doing it this week? I got, like, two phone calls from this guy and him trying to sell me in the meeting. So it's like, you tried to sell me three different times in three weeks. Like, every week you're trying to, like, sell me on this Did you thing. Get a, would you get a timeshare with it, too? You wouldn't even get a picture of a villa in the middle of a desert, <laughs> standing all on its own. <laughs> you would get absolutely nothing with it. You wouldn't even lose the weight that you needed to. So that's how we got to last night. Now, when I first went and said, hey, why don't we figure out what I need for all of this testing and stuff? They made it sound like it was going to be the greatest like thing a resort. in the world. They really made it like sound like a spa. Like, like I was picturing, like at first, like when my friend had this, I was picturing like, because she said like it was very clinical, like, like if like you watch yeah. Masters of Sex or something where like they were watching people have sex like through like that mirror and stuff. Like I was kind of picturing something like that where like they watched you from like the other room sleeping and like you were in this like white room with like all this medical equipment and stuff like that. But then I also pictured it looking like a spa room with like... <laughs> 
cameras everywhere to like track you and and stuff you know and motion sensors like, like what's your habits what's the what's the habits what of like do? the gorilla that just walks around a room just observing <laughs> things that are there see the tom in his <laughs> non-natural environment we're watching him and they made it sound like that what it was gonna be because i was seriously before you were so I left, excited i really was i was thinking i was like there's gonna be plants it might be like a water fountain somewhere on the way in. Like, you know, not like a drinking water fountain, but like a little yeah. rock thing with water coming off yeah, there. Yeah, like stuff. a Japanese spa. Low blue lights. Like, just, it was going to be so beautiful. And I can't even talk about it. Because in my head, I'm picturing this scene, and I'm like, I want to close my eyes to that scene. Because it's so <laughs> relaxing in my head right now. You... As opposed to the ampness I am still from this crazy shit that went like, on last night. you were night. so cute with your little overnight backpack. And you were just like, la la la. Like I was like sending you on like an overnight with your best friend or something. Like you were so excited like a little kid. Well, here's what they said. They go, there's going to be cable in your room. You can bring snacks. You'll have access to a refrigerator. There'll be showers. So bring all of your, you know, whatever you need as your far toiletries. as like toothbrush and stuff. Like you could just bring that and your brush, but there'll be soap and there'll be shampoo and, you know, you'll have like your own resort, private yeah. room. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, this is going to be goddamn awesome. It's like going to a hotel, but the insurance company's flipping the bill. <laughs> like, so you think. No to that. <laughs> so you think. So I packed the bag, man. I got like extra clothes. I got like everything ready to go. I get... We, Got snacks. I was like, I'm going to get some Gatorades. I'm going to get some York Peppermint Patties because whatever I don't eat, we could freeze, right? Sure. Well, we got that waiting for us. (laughs) So this is what happens when you're tired. You just ramble on. I see that. They have to fix this. Someone has to fix this shit. Okay, settle. Just finish telling your story, man. So I go in (laughs) and I had to be there for 830. And I got there at like 20 after 8. And when I go upstairs... They go and the guy's like, somebody will be with you in a minute. Technician comes out. There was already a couple of people in rooms already. And they were like, you're going to be in room number eight. They bring me in. They go, what we need you to do is put on your pajamas and fill out this paperwork. A book. It wasn't paperwork. It was a fucking book like, of papers. Like what kind of papers? Like just like the normal insurance stuff? Or was no, it? Oh my God, no. It like was about your like sleeping habits? Everything about sleeping. It was like, um, you know, like, how many hours do you sleep? How many things of caffeine do you have? Like, and it, then it broke down. Like, how many things of caffeine do you have? And then it would be like a list of how many cups of coffee? How many cups of tea? How many cups of soda? Like, in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. You'd do it all, and then you'd add them up the number, and then you'd be like, so you'd be like, all right, so I have like four cups or six cups of caffeine per day. By the time it's all said and done. Yeah. And then you'd be, you know, they'd be like going, do you have dreams? Are they good dreams? What kind of dreams are they? Do you have bad dreams? What kind of bad dreams are they? How often do you have those dreams? Like, it was so specific, everything. Leg crawl, like, do you have, like, itchy skin? Do you feel like... You know, do you twitch? Do you snore? Do you wake yourself up from snoring? Oh, my God. Did they buy you a drink first? Oh, my God. It just kept going. (laughs) It just kept going. Like, no joke. It was definitely like a 20 to 25 page pack by the time it was all said and done. So it was like, oh, my God, man. So I filled this all out. At one point, I get a knock on the door and the nurse comes in and she was like, oh, Mr. Rorty, you're not changed yet. And she goes, do you have your paperwork? I'm like, I'm not even done reading through it yet. I'm like, I'm still filling the thing out. And she goes, all right, I'll be back in a half hour. Oh, my God. So I fill out the rest of it, get my pajamas on. She comes back in the room. She takes the papers and she goes, and by this time, it's like nine o'clock at night. She goes, if you need to get anything or if you need to go to the restroom or anything like that, she goes, go now because at 930, I'm going to fit you with a mask. And I'm like, all right. At this point, I sent you a picture of the mask. Yeah, and it was it was. It's very Bane like. It's a yeah, and like I sent you a Bane gif actually. <laughs> <laughs> you did, and I was not, not happy. The for the <laughs> Bane gif. It did not like, go over very well. <laughs> Thank you for the Bane gif. Why don't you shove it up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to make you laugh. I was just trying to. You made me smile because I was like, "All right, you understand what I'm thinking in my head right now." Like I know you understand the stress level that even I'm said, part of right now. And it even said something like, "I was bored." Like you. 
like something about like the darkness, like you like think you're the darkness, but like I was born into it or something. Like, <laughs> and when I read that, the room was lit up like <laughs> a spotlight. Like it was the weirdest, weirdest room. Cause like I said, they tried to make it spa like the individual rooms, but it's in an office building. So you're in basically someone's converted office that has a bed, a chair, a very, very old dresser. Like it's just beat the shit. Like they found furniture that was in people's like grandparents' house. Or on the street, ill. And then they just like wheeled it in. They're like, oh, this is a dresser. We could put it in there and make it's it look vintage. more homely. It's vintage. It wasn't. It's like somebody freaked out and just beat the shit out of this dresser. And it was just like people freaked out in this room probably, right? And they had wooden floors, but they were, com- you know, like pergo, not like real yeah. wood. So it was like fake wood floors, and you could just tell the fakeness of it. Yeah. Like you were in a shell of a room. Yeah, because the ceiling lights were like 1,000-watt fluorescent white light bulbs. Like your skin looked white. It didn't even look skin colored. It was so bright. Oh, that sounds awful. So I'm just like... So as soon as I got there, I texted you, and I'm like, I don't want to be here. I want to go back home. Like, I'm missing my Friday night rituals. Like, we have rituals we that have we rituals. do on we're, Friday night. We're, we're a very ritualistic tribe. <laughs> very real ritualistic. So we're sitting there, and we're like, all right, how much longer is it going to be before we get this show on the road? Because in one corner was just a ton of machinery. <laughs> Right. In one corner, we have the machinery. Yeah, so like everything was in the corners. So the bed was like in the middle of the back wall, right? To the to the right of the bed was all of these machines. Like just crazy, crazy amounts of machines. Were you nervous? I wasn't nervous because I was there for sleep. And I was figuring, what's the most they could do? Not let me sleep? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what. So check, please. It, in the opposite corner of this, from the you know, like as soon as you walked in the door to the left, there was like a reclining chair that you could sit in. Which, as soon as I got in the room, that's where I was like, I don't want to sit in the bed. I'm like, I'm not going to bed yet. It's freaking eight thirty at night. I'm gonna sit in the chair. <laughs> and then they came in and like put your pajamas on. I felt like I was like, a, you know, like a nine year old. Like somebody's gonna put your pajamas on. It's eight thirty. I think it's time to go to like, bed. Like, hop in bed. I'll be back at 9.30 to check in on you. And it was like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. It's like, the, you cannot put me in bed at 8.30. Like, I don't go to bed until, we don't go to bed until, like, until one. like one. Yeah. And then we don't fall asleep. But, like, you can't put me in bed at 8.30 because I'm just going <laughs> to lay there until two. So the woman comes back after she takes my paperwork at 9.30 and she goes and says, all right. She goes, we're going to fit you with the mask. And I want you to get used to what it's like breathing in it. Yeah. And I was like, what's the big deal? I'm like, you know, it's. I'm just going to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. But the mask doesn't work like that for sleep apnea. It's forced air. So like if anybody's like, oh, I have sleep apnea, it might be a good idea to get a sleep apnea machine because my doctor recommended it. Don't do it. It's fucking stupid. I'd seriously (laughs) rather die in my sleep 50 times a night as recorded then go through this shit of putting this mask on and every time you breathe in it just pushes air into your mouth and every time you exhale it's still pushing air into your mouth so are you like choking like you're like what? so <laughs> <laughs> make that face again that's every <laughs> breath out was like that so I'm like, this is the weirdest freaking sensation in the world because you're trying to breathe out, but air's being forced in. And this mask covers like a triangle of my nose all the way down around my chin. So it covers my whole mouth and nose all at once. Right? Yeah, yeah. I want to look at a picture of it as you're talking. All about right. So you look up the picture of it and you That's can describe what I'll do. it. That's what I'm going to do. All right. So I got this thing. I got this thing covering my mouth and nose. And it looks like it has like rubber bands like coming down like over your nose, uh, over the bridge of your nose. Well, it fits over your head almost like a Halloween costume where it goes completely back around the back of your head and then it straps to the front, top and sides. And it looks like like it almost looks like a gas mask, but without the, The the, the, the eye plates, like it doesn't have the eye plates. 
Like it's like a gas mask that has like that one thing in the front. Yeah. Yeah. That's a kind of almost yeah. exactly what it's like without the two filters on the side <laughs> either. It's just that middle part. And like because it has this piece that like this like glass piece that comes down from like the headpiece that comes down to like where the mouth part is. Like you kind of look cross-eyed while you're wearing it. Well, that's the weirdest thing because when I was younger, I was cross-eyed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you for showing me a picture of it. I know what it looks like. I took the picture to send to you. I was like, I never want to see this goddamn thing again because it is awful. I'm sorry. It's okay. But I just, in case, like, just, you know, point of reference. Right? I know. Okay. But when I was younger, I used to be cross-eyed and I used to have to do those well, eye did exercise. You, did you, like, fall in a well? Like, how did I never know this about you? I used to get beat about the head a lot. So That's I, how you were cross-eyed? That's so sad. Whatever. That's that's a story for another time. <laughs> Like shit. We got updated medical issues right now. We don't need to go back to the past. We got last night's medical issues. <laughs> so. Oh my God. You are really the gift that keeps on giving. It's, year uh, after year. Doctors love me when I go, when I go. So I'm like, all right. And I'm like, whatever, man. So I got this thing on. And because of my cross-eyedness growing up, if you put something like on my nose, my eyes will automatically just go right to it. And they're just cross-eyed. So specifically, like when I was trying to watch TV, I was seeing it like almost double vision because I was crossing my eyes. And I'm like, this goddamn bars in the middle yeah, and it, it's it looks, not even letting me watch tv like i think like in this day and age that they could maybe create it to be a little bit more ergonomic like well the problem is is that they need a tight seal around the nose and mouth oh, to get the, the oxygen and stuff. right so there is a tiny little vent but it's not big enough for when you breathe out to let all the air out so it is constantly like this weird mixture of forced oxygen with water mixture and your rancid rank breath so was it like moist like was it moist in there yeah and we're gonna get to the crazy shit later on because right now we're right at the test phase okay so we go and they were like all right now like going so you know let's test it so i'm i'm breathing in it and the lady comes back like a half hour later at 10 o'clock and she goes how did it feel and i'm like it wasn't hard to breathe in it. I go, but is it supposed to be separating from my face? Because it's on so tight that every time I'd breathe out, it would actually bounce like off out. my face. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, she goes, that's normal. I was like, all right. She goes, but it's not bouncing a lot. And then I showed her and she was like, that's absolutely normal. How she understood a word I said when I had this mask on, I have no idea. Were you talking like Bane? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, definitely. It's supposed to be like that. But, oh, don't worry about that. That's fine, too. It's supposed to be like that. And you can expect some of this. Exactly like that. Exactly. And I'm just like. You were like the teacher in Snoopy or in um, Peanuts. Yeah. And you know what? I was seriously going to start just mumbling into it just to see if she would just answer <laughs> questions just to be like if she was like fucking with me or if she really understood what I was saying. Because like I was like, how is she keeping up with this conversation? Because I'm trying to listen to myself and I sound like Helen Keller right now. <laughs> like it makes no sense whatsoever. There's always a good time for a Helen Keller joke. <laughs> well, we always try to slip one in when we can. So... She goes, all right, take that off. I took it off. And she goes and says, we're going to hook you up to the wires. And there was a ton of wires. A ridiculous a amount of wires from the picture that you sent me. Like, you looked. Ridiculous. Like a suicide bomber. <laughs> like, if I would have blown it up, I could have taken out the whole block. Like, <laughs> seriously, I could have taken out everything around me for probably at least a half mile radius. <laughs> There were so many wires and she just kept, she had like this tube of glue and she was like, it comes out very easy with one wash and warm water. And she just started just Gluing. dousing my head in this thing. And she was just like using like a, like a Q-tip to like part my hair and just dig in deep oh, and I get God. it like all over my scalp, right? How are you supposed to fucking sleep in something like that? Like how, how is that supposed to be restful for you? Well, this is the thing. She said, tonight will be the worst of it. She goes and says, because if you decide and we decide that the machine is something that helps you, mm -hmm. tonight will be the worst of it because she'll have all the wires. That was her That was her big sell. Like, the wires is what was going to make it the worst. <laughs> Not the fact that I'm in a strange room where I know that 
something bad happened because they had to put fake pergo <laughs> floors down because every building in the city has real wooden floors. Yeah. This place had pergo and I'm like something bad happened in this room. But maybe they put it over because like office buildings usually have that like shitty like marble like linoleum type shit. So like maybe they were just trying to make it more homey and pergo is cheaper than like maybe. You know, so I mean in like I don't know, but maybe. Maybe. So I was just like, all right, I'm like, whatever. I'm like going, that'll be the worst of it. It's going to be these wires. So she hooks me all up. She puts this harness around me. There was a strap around my chest. There was a strap around my stomach. There was straps around my legs to hold the wires in. Um, Because they had like, then she got to like put those like, you know, electrodes on my legs and stuff. Yeah. But she used a different glue and she goes, oh, these got to be on a little bit tighter. But some, you know, like when you get like a test like, well, how would you know? When you get a test like this, mm-hmm. they'll shave your legs to put it in so it don't rip your hair out. Like, your legs aren't that hairy. Oh, but thanks. Mine- <laughs> They're not hairy at all. Thank you very much. But mine are. Like, I got man legs, so you're going to put glue now on them. you're making me self-conscious. Hold on while I, like, stroke my leg. It is a little stubbly, but it, Believe you. me, I wish it was stubbly compared to what it was last night. Because you know I seriously had dog legs. Well, you deserve it. It did not deserve such a thing. She just kept putting these goddamn things on, right? She's putting stickers all over me. Every she, she was, like, looking for the hairiest places on my body. And she goes, oh, I'm going to stick one here. I'm going to stick one here. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to suck getting off tomorrow. So after she gets me all wired up and all harnessed, she's like, if you need to go to the bathroom and do anything, you can. And I'm like, all right. So I'm walking to the bathroom, and I'm like, all right, let me look. go. I'm going to, like, just, like, get ready for bed. I look in the mirror, and I'm like... Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> this is insane. Like, I seriously look like a, a robot almost, right? Yeah, like a robot or a suicide bomber, like I yeah. said. Yeah. Let's go with robot because suicide is a sore subject as we the way things are going. <laughs> God forbid, <laughs> shut up. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is so depressing. I go back to the room, and she was – and by this time, it's like quarter to 11 or so. And um, she goes, all right. She goes, I need you to get in bed. We're going to put the mask on. And then we're going to hook all of these electrodes to the machine. I'm like, all right. I go to sit in bed. And all of a sudden, she goes and says, phone off. And I'm like, all right. I'm just going to send, like, one text, which is going to be like, good night. Yeah. She's like, phone off now. Like, right now. Now. Just put it away. Now. Now. All right. Oh, my gosh. She seems very militant. So I put the phone away. Put it in the drawer. Close it up. They lock it. Can't even get to it if I wanted to. Like, if that building burnt down, my phone would have been inside of it. You might as well just set me on fire because everything that I know is inside that phone. (laughs) So I get in bed. They put the mask on, and she was like, do you want the light off? I'm like, it's like the fucking sun in here. I'm like, yeah, I want the light off. Why wouldn't you want the light off? Like, would she have left the light on all night? Yeah. So she turns the light off, and she turns the lamp on. And then so I just assumed I could hang out and watch TV later. And she said something about the TV, but I couldn't understand her because she didn't speak the English so well. Okay. So she, like, leaves, and I'm just watching Adult Swim, right? Yeah. And then, like, a half hour goes by, and now it's, like, 11.15, and she comes in the room, and she goes, lights out. She goes and says, unless you want to sleep with the light on. And I was like, I don't want to sleep with the light on. I was like, but I'm not tired at all. So she came over. She turned the lamp out. And she checked all the, the nodes. That were, like, connected to me. And she goes, oh, like, you know, four of them, like, aren't giving a strong enough single. So she fucking added more stickers to my legs and my chest. (laughs) And then, like, she tied them all up and she was like, all right, she goes, I'm going to give you some directions in a few minutes. So I'm like, all right. So she leaves the room. And there's a camera in the room in front of me at the end of the bed in the ceiling. And behind me, right above the bed, is a speaker. So... She leaves. It's dark except for the TV light. And she's like, all right. She goes, I want you to open your eyes and keep them open for 10 seconds. Now I want you to blink your eyes six times. Now I want you to look from right to left six times. She goes, I want you to Why? look down six times. Because I guess they're trying to track your eye movement because different patterns somehow equal like different stages of like REM sleep. So they can get an idea like, oh, if your eyes are like moving back and forth. Um. You know, you're dreaming or you're in some stage of sleep, some weird thing. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So I go and I do all these exercise things that she wants me to do. And she was like, all right, Mr. Rorty. She goes and says, 
if anything changes or if a wire comes loose, we'll wake you up. And she goes, otherwise, you'll hear from us at 530 in the morning. Like, first of all, who can get ready for bed at that time? Like, who can just be like, okay, it's time for sleep? Like, not like on command. Like, I don't understand how just even normal people can do that. Yeah, no. No way. Especially, like, in a weird environment like that. Because it's kind of like, I'm still waiting to find out where the refrigerator is because I have, like, two cherry Gatorades that I'm ready to take. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even have a straw to get it into this mask at this point in time, right? I wouldn't be able to sleep there because I can barely sleep in our own bed. Like, I just, I, I'm a horrible sleeper. It was the worst. The bed was pretty comfortable. The pillows were not. They were, like, flat. I'm like, whatever, I'll make the best of it. So I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting, not up, but I'm, like, laying down, and I just have a pillow prop behind my head just to up it a little bit while I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. And then finally she, like, um, the show came on, the golf tournament thing came on Adult Swim because there was, like, some kind of special g- yeah. golf classic special on Adult yeah, like Swim. Yeah, like a joke, yeah. And I was like, ooh, I'm like, I'm going to watch next. We talked about it, like, yeah. during a day. And then literally halfway through it, she was like, TV off. Click. TV goes off. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Because I'm sure the insurance company is paying a ton of money for this. You could at least get me, let me get something out of this before it's all said and done, right? So I'm laying there, and it's now it's just pitch black because they have, like, door blockers. There's no windows. And all I see is, like, little green lights from From the the camera, camera. little green lights from, like, the machines. And all he has... And I'm like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, every time I go to breathe out, it's pushing air in. And I'm like, all right, takes a few minutes to get used to. Everything's fine. I look at the clock. A half hour somehow gone by. We're like at midnight now. And I'm like, I got to wake up at 530. This sucks, man. So I'm like, all right, no big deal. So I'm laying there. Then my legs start doing that twitching thing. Yes. And I'm, you know, they're like, they come over to speak and they're like, Try to stay still, Mr. Rorty. And I'm like... Do you not understand anything about me? Like, what um, I'm going through? Like, that's crazy. And I have this all written down on those reports because yeah. they were so thorough in it. It's like, dude, just... You made me fill it out. Take take a minute. It's going to take you faster to read it than it took for me to write it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, all right. So, I'm trying not to twitch my legs, which is making me even more crazy. It's finally around, like, 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, all right, I could finally think about falling asleep. And I'll get like a solid four hours in, which should be more than enough for them to get a reading. Sure. I roll over on my side. (laughs) And all of a sudden I hear, Mr. Rorty, you need to get back on your back. And I'm like, I have to stay on my back the whole night. But it came out like, (laughs) and they were like, beep. Yes, Mr. Rorty, you have to stay on your back the whole night. And I'm like, how the hell did they know? Because they probably know that that's the question that everybody asks. Like, But nobody said I had to stay on my back the whole night. And I was well, like, you, you have got to be kidding me. There's no way I could sleep on my back the whole night. You had like all this shit attached to you. Like, How could you think that you wouldn't? Because I made it to my side. Just let me be there. You know what a chore it was to get to that point in time? <laughs> I'm like, it took me like... In minutes, I was like a tur- upside down turtle. I was gonna say, to like, what was, the, what was the sound of like the mask? Like, what was the sound of the mask as you were rolling over? <laughs> and then, next thing you know, I like get on my side and they're like, you have to roll back. And I'm like, man, this sucks. I hate that I have to roll back. But I roll back. Now I'm on my back. And now I'm starting to doze off. And this is where they totally fuck with you because I finally fall asleep. By now, it's like, 2.20 in the morning was the last time I looked the clock. And I'm like, all right, I have like three hours and 10 minutes of sleep because my concern wasn't sleeping because I knew I can come home and go to sleep. My right. concern was if I don't fall asleep, they're going to say we couldn't do a sleep study because you right, didn't sleep yeah, the whole like, night. But like, I don't understand how like anybody could do that. Like, I don't understand how people can just go into the an environment like that with this horrific equipment buzzing and tied to you and strapped to you and on your face like that like there's no fucking way you'd be able to sleep like i'd be able to get a study done like that well here's where it gets worse of course i actually did fall asleep and i know the last month the clock was 220 the next time i looked at the clock it was 240 so i know i fell asleep for 20 minutes for sure oh my god but 
When I fell asleep, I turned my head sideways. They wanted me to keep my head straight. They wanted me to keep my whole body, like, lay on my back. Like, because that's a natural way of sleeping. Well, they said, because of the apnea, I should be sleeping on my back anyway. And I'm like, sorry, that's never, ever, ever going to happen. I told them this morning. Because they were like, you got to get used to sleeping on your back. And I'm like, it'll never happen. I'll never be able to sleep on my back. It just, it's not natural for me. So... I kind of like cheated and I was like halfway rolled over a little bit <laughs> and I was asleep and this is 20 minutes worth of sleep. You know how sometimes I drool a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm familiar. Well, during normal sleep, this drool just goes and spills out into my 25-year-old pillow and just mixes in with all the other drool stains. <laughs> Nobody is the wiser as to, like, how much it actually is. The latest in pillow technology <laughs> is 25-year-old saliva. <laughs> but the weird thing about this is, is we don't know how much I drool oh, until you get a not, cup put I, over your mouth uh, and nose. Come on, I don't want to hear anymore. So I'm laying on my side now again, and I'm drooling into this thing the whole time, but I'm asleep for 20 minutes, right? And then I hear, Mr. Rorty, you need to like get back on your back. And I go to roll on my back, and no joke, it was like a tiny little tsunami just washed into my nose and mouth. And I was like, and they're like, um... Mr. Rorty, if you have to clear your throat, you can do so, but try not to panic because the air is going to keep on pumping. So it's pumping the water down my throat because it's pushing the air. So I'm like, and they're like, Mr. Rorty, do we need to come in the room to help you? And I'm just like, and they're like, okay, but if you need us, just yell. And I'm like, God. Damn, how do they know every time? I'm like drowning and suffocating at the same time, and they still know. I'm like going, just leave me alone at this point, right? Oh my god, it's like when like they show like the comedy movies about like astronauts, and like somebody like sneezes in their mask, and it's like all over the front of their mask. <laughs> it was so gross in that because before I even fell asleep, the whole thing was fogged up because they do put like a mist in yeah so it's like your hot breath with cold mist oh coming God, in so nasty. it's but you can't smell anything like i thought for sure i was like it's gonna like smell so awfully but you are so like i guess because your mouth and nose is sealed up you you don't have like a real sense of smell yeah like, the, like you're only smelling that like right. it's a contained environment so i i was like i don't know it might smell bad it might not but then when this wave of just okay dribble comes in so then every time i would go to fall asleep because i was trying to sleep in my back my whole mouth was filling up with spit and i'm like because that condensation from the mask sure yeah i was like this is the most ridiculous thing in the world and I'm like, all right, so you know what? I try to fall asleep. I'd fall asleep for 20 minutes. I'd wake up. I'd look at the clock. 20 minutes gone by. I'd fall asleep. I'd look at the clock. 35 minutes gone by. Next thing you know, I close my eyes. It was 5 o'clock at 526. They're like, um, the test is over now, Mr. Rorty. You could wake up. And I'm like going, oh, man, I fell asleep for like 26 minutes. <laughs> so she comes in the room. And she goes, I'm going to take all this stuff off of you. So she's taking all the stuff off of me. And the first thing she does, she puts that goddamn light on, right? And it is so bright after being in the I dark. I feel like they should be a little more, like, gentle in a situation like that. Like, sh- like a, they should have put the lamp on or something or been like, Mr. Rorty, it's time to wake <laughs> up. Like, you know? Well, that's why in my head I'm thinking that's what it would have been. Because I was like, ooh, kind of saw from last night where's the massage yeah like they should throw that in yeah there was no massage there was no massage. there was no happy ending. there was <laughs> there was absolutely there was nothing happy about the situation <laughs> at all so i was like god damn it so i get up and she was like it's gonna you'll be out of here by 6 6 30 by the time we get all the electrodes off and i started just helping her take them off because i was like i'm getting the fuck out of here i'm done so we pull all the stuff off. She goes, if you have to use the restroom, you can. By this time, other people were being forced to wake up. And there were 12 rooms, 12 rooms sold out. Like, it was packed. And it was crazy. two workers for the entire 12 people. So the, I'm thinking to myself, the only time that I got, like, 20 minutes to a half hour chunk of sleep 
where they weren't yelling at me for turning on my side <laughs> was because they were looking at the one of the other 11 rooms and that's the only way I got any sleep in between. I wonder just how like how valid like the results are going to be. I doubt valid at all because I hardly slept. So after all was said and done, I like run to the bathroom. I got in there before anybody. I came out. I was like, looked in the mirror. I put my hand in my head. I was like, there is so much glue. I'm like, I go to look. There's no shampoo. There's no soap. I'm like, I'm just going home. I'm just leaving. You nasty ass sleeper. Yeah. And, and I didn't take the electrodes off my legs or anything like that. So they were still taped to me. My arms, my chest, my legs. And I'm like, I pulled the ones off my head, but I had the indentations from them. <laughs> so when I got on the subway, I was like, Jesus Christ, man, this must be absolutely insane. So as I'm getting ready to leave, they send you another board you got to fill out with questions like, how did you sleep last night? How much sleep do you think you got last night? How does this compare to normal sleep? And my answer is, by this time, I was in such a pissed off mood. I was like... I might have gotten three hours sleep last night. How does it compare? I usually get a shitty sleep, but usually not with a fluorescent light wake up call, not with somebody yelling at me every time I try to roll on my side. So these are like the answers that I put down. So I knew they were going to be like upset with me because I was just like, fuck you. You, you ruined yeah. my night. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So I walk out. I have the clipboard in my hand. I was going to drop it off the front desk and just walk out the door and the nurse walks over to me and she goes, oh, Mr. Rory, are you leaving right now? Like, we have to get, collect your clipboard and you want to go over like, you know, like how the machine would work if you bought it home. And I was like, <laughs> what? I'm like, here's the clipboard. Are we getting a new roommate? <laughs> yeah. I was like, here's the clipboard. And um, what what's this about the machine now? And she goes, well, she goes, we're going to do the study. And she goes, and within two weeks, which is when you see the doctor again, the heart doctor, the one who sent you to that goddamn snake oil stomach right, balloon okay. person. Same guy. She goes, when we send the results to him, he'll decide whether or not you need to get this machine. I was like, the exact same machine? She goes, yeah. Now, he told me it was a small machine, takes up a small area. It's not. It's not a small machine. It's a big freaking machine. It's a it's a Bane-sized machine. You just saw the mask. The part that it plugs into is like the size of an old vacuum cleaner almost. It's a big machine. There would be no place to put it. It would take off my whole little, like, nightstand. It would take the whole thing up with nothing else on it. So I was like, and I'm like, if he decides, and I was, and she goes, yeah. And I'm like, all right. I'm like. I think I already figured it out. And she goes, you figured what out? I was like, I'm not getting that. And she goes, well, don't you want to talk to the doctor about it? I was like, there ain't nothing to talk about. I was like, I'm not getting that. I'm like, I had like the worst sleep here that I do at home. So don't tell me, you know, that this is what all this whole situation is. I'm not doing it. So I left. And my conclusion from all of this is. That you just sounded like your father? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's my conclusion. No. <laughs> my conclusion from all of this is that, man, I went to you for stomach pain that I'm still pain. I'm, I still freaking have it, man. Like, right. I am in so much goddamn pain. You are, yeah. You sent me for a sleep study, which is going to, like, take up half my apartment with equipment. You <laughs> sent me for a stomach balloon, which is going to do absolutely nothing right. compared to what you wanted to do. You sent me for, like, a hundred other tests up to this point in time. None of them to this point have said what the pain is coming from. I'm just going to go to the regular doctor and just be like, look, I'm not going any more specialists. Like, unless you, you're going to have to open up a book and figure out what it is or I ain't coming to you either. Because if I'm now living with this for five months, well, fuck you. I'm getting used to it now. I'll deal with it. I'll figure out a way to, like, make it go. And if I die from it in 11 months, at least my family can, or, or 11 years, right, at least okay, my family can right. sue you motherfuckers for not finding something. Healthcare in America. Seriously, man. Because what they do is they just keep sending you from one place to the next. And nobody does anything. And, like, back in the old days, like, when, when we lived in Pennsylvania, like, we had one doctor. I had two doctors my entire life, you know? And it was just, like, you went to one guy, and if you needed to go to, like, a specialist, they were like, okay, you're going to go to the back guy. You're going to go to the, like, you know, the oral surgeon and stuff. And, like, here it's just, like, we've been bounced around so many times with, like, various issues. And it's, it's bullshit today. 
For how much you end up fucking paying for insurance? We're into the thousands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily into the thousands. And I told the sleep doctor before I even went for this test. I was like, unless you could do something that's going to make my pain go away, I'm not paying this bill. Send it to collections. I don't give a shit because I'm here because I have pain, not because I can't sleep. I've been dealing with that. I ain't paying. Go fuck yourselves. And then I know when I went there last night, they were like, well, the machine will only cost you $380. Only. And it's a rental, so you got to return it. And if you don't use it enough, your insurance company is going to penalize you if you don't use it every night. How because, are they going to know? Because you, it hooks up to the internet and it sends them a report on a nightly basis. So if you don't, if you go on vacation and you don't take it with you and you don't wear it for a week, you'll get a penalty charge for that week. That will go. You'll get a bill from the hospital saying you didn't use your thing for the week, so you have to pay for this extra fee. God, that sounds terrible. And I was like, no, I ain't dealing with it. Like, this isn't my problem. My problem is you need to make the pain go away. And I hate when they send me from one doctor to the next. And each doctor goes, oh, that guy's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Like, we get together often. It's like, yeah, you're all a bunch of friends and you're all taking my fucking money. But not one of you is doing anything yeah. to fix the pain. Well, then it so, sounds like you've got a, quite a conversation to have with your doctor. He's going to fucking hate me. And by the end of the day, I don't give a shit. Okay. So. <laughs> Something he's going to find out is that I'm not very nice when I don't get my pain taken care of. Okay. But something you are going to know is coming up right now in this week's Did You Know? Did you know? Did you know a person can go without sleep for 264 hours, which is about 11 days straight? I did not know that. It's about time you said something in this whole show. (laughs) I think I might have fallen asleep, to be honest. (laughs) Well, go fuck yourself, too, because I wish I could fall asleep. (laughs) Do I need to go back over what I just went through? (laughs) You're going to rub that in my face now? (laughs) Yes, please redo. Please redo everything that just happened. Oh, God. I I don't even know where this is really happening. I had a dream that you did a show about your sleep study. Just the fact that you could dream aggravates me right now. Don't even mention it. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a dream that I was on a beach, but it was just spit that was getting shot down my throat with an air gun the whole night. I'm sorry, but no, I did not know. Like, I mean. 11 days straight. Mine is like, I think my limit is like 36 is like, as what, and then that, then it just becomes a hot mess. No, you, you're going to see you're involved in this. All right. So. <laughs> oh, well. In 1965, Randy Gardner, a 17-year-old high school student, set this apparent world record for a science fair. Several other normal research research subjects have remained awake for 8 to 10 days in a row through carefully monitored experiments. So 8 to 10 days, anybody can do it. 11 days is like the record, right? In 2003... Neurologists at the University of Pennsylvania found that sleep deprivation um, over three consecutive nights in a study saying that, like, it's 88 hours total. The three nights comes out to 88 hours total um, will count as what is it? It will that counts as chronic sleep loss. And you can get anywhere from four to six hours of night of sleep mm-hmm. um, for 14 nights in a row. So if you only get four to, if you get six hours or under for okay. 14 nights in a row, okay, it can lead to impaired cognitive functions in healthy adults and lead to hallucinations in many instances. That's right. you because you're under six hours and nights for 14 days in a row. Absolutely. hundred percent. So I hallucinate. You might've hallucinated this whole fucking show. Maybe I did. <laughs> You just want me to shake you and be like, going, hey, we're doing a show on puppies today? (laughs) That would be great. I want a show on puppies. I know you do. As soon as I get in a better mood. (laughs) And for those of you wondering, it is possible that given enough time, sleep deprivation can kill you. Hmm. Great. While no human being is known to have died from staying awake, animal research strongly suggests that it could happen. So, you can die from not sleeping, although there's no record of that because you can't say what's the last thing you remember and you can be like, I stayed awake for, 
you know, 12 days in a row. Okay. Because you're dead at that point in time. Who would know? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> if you could talk to a, if a dead man could tell a tale. <laughs> and that is this week's, unless you have a question. I do not. Well, then that's this week's Did You Know? Did you know? I'm seriously losing my mind. I think I'm not you even are. Kidding. I think you are. And we're going to wrap this show up and you're going to sit on your beloved couch and. I'm not going to remember. I'm going to wake up and have to go to work. Like, that's literally you what's going to happen. You still have one more day to go. So just chill the fuck out. Oh. Thank you for listening. Find us on all social media at High Regard Show. Yes. And you can check out our website at highregardshow.com. And if you feel like writing to us, you can write to us at highregardshow at gmail.com. We mixed it up this week and I threw you for a loop, didn't I? You were like, wait, 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 what just happened? I don't know what's going on right now. I I really don't know what's going on right now. Well, I think the end of the show just happened. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 